Welcome to track number 15 of Finish What You Started. Um, Colossians chapter 4, verse 6. Let your speech always be seasoned with grace, seasoned with salt, that you may know how you ought to answer every man. All my state. Shall Tychicus declare unto you who is a beloved brother and a faithful minister and fellow servant of the Lord, whom I have sent unto you for the same purpose, that he might know your estate and comfort your hearts. Verse 9. With Onesimus, a faithful brother. Amen. Verse 10. And Aristarchus, my fellow prisoner, saluted you, and Marcus. Sister's son to Barnabas and Jesus, who is called Justice, verse 12, and Epaphras. By bear him record, verse 14. And Luke, the beloved physician, and Demas greet you. Amen. So you notice that Demas was mentioned amongst. Great and powerful people. Is that not so? Huh? Salute the brethren which are in Laodicea and Nymphas and the church which is in his house. And when this epistle is read among you, cause that it be read also in the church of the Laodiceans. Okay, but now notice 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 9. He says, do thy diligence to come shortly unto me, for Demas has forsaken me, having loved this present world, and is departed unto Thessalonica, Crescens to Galatia, and Titus unto Dalmatia. Are you there? Great. Now, Demas is an example of somebody who started, but did not finish his work. Amen. Because he forsook. When he says some, somebody has forsaken something, it means that the person has abandoned it midstream. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So, when you are in the ministry, you can easily leave it in the middle. So, we have to be very careful that we do not abandon the work that God has placed before us. Amen. Now, one of the reasons why uh, likely people, when you say forsake, you get the feeling of someone who just puts something aside. It's like I've left it and I'm going. And one of the reasons for that is what I call prodigality amen so i'm going to share from this book here so if you do you have one if you have one get get one do you have it here where you don't have some you do not have okay all right now if you look at the story of the prodigal son okay you find out that this prodigal son um, 
was somebody who had um, turn to Luke 15 if you look at the prodigal son you realize that he is somebody who forsook his father's house amen and then went away uh, from his father's house just left it and went now you can never till you die stop reading the story of the prodigals and to understand it and there is nothing more true than the things that are in the bible the, the bible is a little amazing in the way although it was written so many years ago it still always has I mean the same story is repeated over and over and over and over even some of us here are prodigal sons from our parents do you get it or you don't get it so it's very very important for you to understand this reality of uh, prodigal behavior and not practice it as a church amen so there are seven spirits and i'm preaching from this book i think it's called opportunities now but really the real name of it is prodigality because the prodigal son wasted and that is he wasted i, I don't know why the, uh, the the name of that thing is prodigal son but it is seen as the main thing that he did was that he wasted the opportunity that he had you see and that is why in the bible jesus doesn't call him a prodigal son but those who have compiled the bible use the word prodigal as a title for that section as the one who wasted so many people see it as a waste he just wasted his time wasted everybody's time so sometimes when you are with something you waste it now one of the best examples of wasters are africans black people yes and one of the reasons why south africans should travel out of uh, the country is to understand these things better and that's why sometimes it's good for people in west africa and so on to come to south africa to see what it is like how africa could be could look in certain aspects now if you go to west africa or east africa or even just zimbabwe or just around you you will see that there can be a, a lot of things can happen you know depending on how you use what you have do you see you can be very 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 great or you can be very very useless based only on one thing is the ability to use what god has given you and not to waste it or to waste the opportunities that are placed before you amen the the typical african mind has the mind of expecting well i don't say africa i'm the developing africa you know in a, in ghana you can see it in the leaders anytime they have a, a, a press conference or something in the news they'll be asking you know 
we are calling on such and such to bring assistance to come and help you know all the time even when we plan for the year a budget for the year it includes assistance of more than 60% of all that we are going to do it includes the gifts that are going to be given by Norway, Germany France, Holland, America everybody China everybody's gifts plus our small earnings is equal to what we are going to do this year how can that be possible do you plan your year this year with money I'm going to get from Bill Gates the money I'm going to ask for Pastor Clufio to dash me the money I'll ask Pastor Hamish to give me and how can that be possible you know so you're going to buy a car I have thousand rands but I'll get thousand rands from Pastor Jake thousand rands from Pastor Richard thousand rands for this so I'm, I've budgeted 5,000 rands to buy my car and I have 1,000 and I'm planning 1,000 donations from everybody else I mean how can that be possible and yet that is what happens in, in the African context today do you see and the same thing goes for the ministry you can easily have a mind that something comes from somewhere and whatever you have locally you will not appreciate it and use it thinking that something is going to come from somewhere else usually what you have does not look so powerful and so great so this prodigal son he had all the ingredients for pleasure happiness riches it was there but he left it and went out to look for something that did not exist and then in the end he became less than where he left you understand so there are people like that in lighthouse who are with us but because of certain evil spirits they leave where they are thinking they are going to get something higher something better something greater and the end of it is that they become less than what they were even when they were in the house far less they become like a, a, a tree that has withered away are you with me all because they were looking for something from somewhere which they were imagining they would get so as we are here planning to finish this is one of the evils that can happen is that we can have that mind that there is something somewhere maybe Benihin is going to bring something or maybe an American pastor is going to come or maybe a vision will come from heaven this is the vision that you are seeing look at me clearly because you may think that I'm, I'm waiting for a vision. The pastor standing here and talking to me. It's not God speaking to me. So I'm waiting or I'm looking for something else. And that wait is your distraction. How else do you want to hear God speaking to you? What else does God have to do? When the thing is right there. 
Do you see? It's right there. That you go looking for something else. Do you get it? That is where we miss everything that God has planned for us. It's by this same principle. And we do it at every stage. Juniors, like some of us here. But this is it. You may never get a call. As you see it like this. God may one day give you this photograph right there. And he show you. See, this is, one, this is the day that I called you. You see. The day that you stand, you're sitting there. And he was wearing this shirt. And you were there, sitting there. I put it there. So that's the day that I called you. I didn't, you did not see it as anything. Because when you're growing up in your house with your father, you may not see it as anything. I was telling my children, I said, when you grow up one day, you will value this and this and this, which today you do not value. But one day when you grow up, you will value it. And you realize that it was a great thing that was given to you. Amen. So you must value what we are seeing before us in the church. You have to value, you have to value your pastors. The pastors that are here preaching to you and you are blessed to have, you must value them. You are not going to get anything from anywhere else. This is the best you can get. Amen. We must value the shepherds. We must value ourselves. You must value me. As I'm standing here, you must value me before I die. Before I die. Because when I'm dead, you may see my value very much. Then, because when somebody dies, you really see the person's value. You get it. So you need to value the things, the people, what God is giving you, the anointing. You need to value the opportunity to go to a Bible school. You need to value the opportunity to be in the ministry. You need to value the camps that are being held here. Because there can easily be no camp. And that in many churches, they, they do not understand camp. You see how you are here, you've come early in the morning, we are talking. Normally in most churches, there's nothing like that. Do you see? The reason why I know that there's nothing like that is that Several churches and ministers, I mean of big churches and so on, have tried to understand what I am doing and have asked me, so what do you do? So how do you and I'll say the camps, we have camps. Then they will say, Okay, we also want to have a camp. They will say, We want you to come and preach at do a camp. Then when I come and say, Come, then they'll say first session, one o'clock to to one one forty five. Second session, two o'clock to two forty-five, and then we've closed for the day. That's the camp. Do you understand? They don't, they don't understand camp. But here you are. It's a very good experience for you. As you are here, you are sitting down. You are receiving the word of God. You are not in a hurry to go anywhere. You get it, and you are here. It's a kind of training. You don't easily get it. But you see, that's how it is to be in a good house. You don't even know what you have. You see, and sometimes you, you, you need to go out to find out what you don't have. One day, a certain woman, 
was complaining about her husband. And she said that her husband was useless. Oh! So, she was not happy with him at all. Useless man. You don't do anything. No money. No this. No that. No car. No that. Oh. She complained about him. He's not building a house. He's not doing this. He's not do- I mean, always she was and she was like rising up, moving, developing. Hey. So one day she said enough is enough enough is enough of such a useless husband so she packed her things I'm going away to my parents but I cannot stay with such a useless person as she was going out of the house she fell down and injured herself her useless husband came to carry her carried her to the hospital the useless husband took her to the hospital paid for her whatever and then and carried for her to be healed but when she was even being discharged from the set I'm not going back to that useless husband To my mother's house So her useless husband Took her where? To her mother's house As she was in her mother's house He would come for her The useless husband Hospital, back home Hospital, back home Hospital, back home Hospital The useless husband So She was also happily in the house, I mean, moving there. Then she was there thinking that after some time, uh, this useless husband will he not come and say sorry so that I come back to the house? <laughs> you understand? Sorry for being useless. But the useless husband was not coming to say sorry. He was also just going out. Well, now she was, she was not no more going to hospital. So the useless husband was also in the house. Herself. As the weeks were going by, the months were going by, she was there looking at, ah, when is the useless husband coming to say sorry and I mean resolve this whole issue so that I come back to the house and everything will be normal again? Several months went by. Now the girl realized that, look, this useless man is not thinking about this issue again. I better put my foot down and I must arise. (laughs) And go back. So she called him and said, useless husband, I am going back. I'm coming back. You know what the useless husband said? He said, oh, not at all. He said, what? He said, no, 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 no. 
it's okay he said what is okay he said oh why you are it's okay <laughs> what what do you mean where you are it's okay you'll be there and also be here she could not believe her ears the weeks went by calling pastor come tell this one go come no no where you are where i am there is no shame at all you may scream <laughs> hey! now she began to see the value of the useless husband begging to go back but the useless husband said no 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 where you are is, it's okay and where i am is also okay i'm useless and you are great so brothers and sisters sometimes you may not know the value of what you have till you go out of the house then you realize that the useless husband is not bad at all i need such a useless husband for my life oh you don't understand what i'm saying but that's how good things are sometimes even the 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 goodness of that husband is in the fact that he doesn't complain about anything yeah maybe that is the greatest value of that person is that he's just there but you have not understood the value of a man who is just there he doesn't buy anything he doesn't do anything but he's there <laughs> faithful guy is a member of the house are you there So sometimes you see in a church like you don't see what is a camp. So there's no more camp. Can we have a camp, please? We were was all the camp. We used to have camp. It was nice. What's a camp, camp, camp? It's okay. You'll be there. I'm also here. There is no shame in this. You may scream. And it happens. When you don't value things, you will lose them. Yeah. So, brothers and sisters, when you place a value, even on the silent, non-impressive, apparently non-impressive, valuable things that God has placed you, you will see in them all their greatness and extract from them. Do you see? Yeah. But if you don't, you will kick out the most valuable thing that you have. And you'll be left with nothing. And then one day, you'll find yourself wishing that you had something that you do not have. So as a church, we must value the greatness of the blessed church that God has given to us. Called Lighthouse Chapel International. We must value the greatness of that blessing that we have
Amen. Amen. We may not be like this or like that church or like that great ministry that you are watching on television. But the day that you sack us from your heart and from your life thinking that we may come back for you you will be surprised when you are calling and say come you will be up now this girl is mobilizing pastors to talk to the girl the guy said it's okay she should be at where she is I don't like it again it's okay finish finish what I've started I've finished And many of us in our churches and sometimes in the ministry, we do not appreciate. That's why Bible said, Demas has forsaken. If he had known what he was forsaking, he would not have forsaken it. But sometimes you are with something good, but you don't know what you have. You don't know what you have till you lose it. So we must decide to hold on to what God has given us, hold on to the ministry. You understand? Fight to be in the ministry. And, and, and be the opposite of someone who is wasting the opportunities to become what God has given to you. Look at you, a young man, a young lady, being invited to work for God. Where will you get it again? Me, I was never invited by anybody to work. I, I was rather opposed and hindered. You see, and sometimes when people don't have much, they are the ones who even value it. You get it. So there are seven spirits that cause people to forsake their ministry. Do you get it? And forsake the great thing that God gives to them. The first one is the spirit of Beli Yahal or Belial. Alright? It is a word that Satan that is used to describe Satan is one of the names of Satan, Belial. All right, now it means useless. So, Satan, when he's in your life, makes you useless. Another meaning is worthless. God, Satan is trying to make you worthless as far as God's work is concerned. Another word is good for nothing. Amen. Good for nothing. You are good for nothing. Another word is valueless. And another word is cheap. Amen. So by the time Satan finished with the prodigal son, he was all these words. Now by the time Satan finishes with what he's trying to do with you, you will be, you will be nothing. As far as the ministry is concerned, you will be like a, a leaf that has withered. And I have seen this in the ministry many times. But this book, I wrote it around a time when I saw Satan doing this particular thing with somebody who was a pastor. And the person turned himself into nothing by not valuing what great things he had and despising the, the, the blessing that was in front of him. You turn yourself into something that is valueless, good for nothing. Because you don't know what you have. Amen. Are you listening to me? Yes. Now, Satan has got many names. One of them is this. One of the names of the devil is accuser. 
And each type of name, each name, uh, you will not really understand till you experience it in a particular way. There are three names that I'll, I'll, I'll focus on. One is accuser. You will not really understand what it means till you get to a certain level. The highest level of satanic attack is accusation. Yeah. It's the, it's the, it's the most unsettling type of uh, attack. It's dif- difficult to get out of it. And it's a type that can even make you abnormal or make you a little almost mentally unstable. Do you understand? Yeah. Like you know the story of a man who was going with his son somewhere and he was riding a horse and he sat on the saddle and put his son in the saddle with him. His little his son. And as he was going, he came to a certain town and then in the town the people said this is destroying the horse because the horse is meant to take one person and he's two people in the saddle and this horse is going to develop osteoarthritis and other problems because the horse is made to carry one person if he's carrying somebody at all so the man decided to get off the horse because his son was smaller so the son would sit on the horse and he would walk and pull the horse by so they got to the next town when they got to the next town people said ah how can it be the father is walking and the son look at how he's training his son he doesn't know how to train a child and this boy doesn't respect they say how can you let your father walk whilst you are i mean sitting in the saddle and then he's suffering so when the father heard that i said that it can make you a little off he decided to change so he came to ride and then his son was now walking by the horse as they were going when they got to the next town the people said ah, what a wicked man look at the small boy that is walking you the father that you are grown you have bones everything you are strong you are abusing your child so he said he realized that he was not doing well for his child so he got off the horse so then the horse he and the son were pulling the horse and they got to the next town when they got to the next town they said look at foolish people you have a horse instead of riding the horse so that you go faster and you'll be less tired you and your child you are pulling the horse along what is the use of having a horse foolish man so now what did the man do he carried the horse on his head so accusations have a way of making you mad they say you are doing this so you don't do it. they say you are doing that so you change it you say you are doing this so you keep on modifying things to adjust yourself to what people are saying or what they may think and in the end you are almost when you see somebody who's been accused and keeps on being accused you realize that it's slightly eccentric or when you say eccentric it's like somebody who's a little abnormal his life is a little unusual because of all these things he keeps either he's riding the horse or he's pulling the horse or his son is pulling the horse or whatever or he's carrying the horse in the end something odd do you get it because he's constantly hearing and responding then a second type of satanic 
what do you call it that you have is a liar satan as a liar ah that is another thing that you need to experience to understand that there is a lot of things that are not true and that are not the case as they are presented do you understand you may think it is true but it is not true do you understand it is nice but it's not nice and satan's one of his strongest ways of working on us is by things that are not true a true deception that a lot of people get married yes a lot of people are disappointed when they get married because they realize that it looks different from how it looked it is different from what it looked like when you see us sitting here like this everybody looks so nice and peaceful especially the ladies some some of us ladies are very difficult to marry oh yeah but your beauty you look nice soft voluptuous desirable but i tell you wow woe betides the man who is misled by your beautiful face and your pointed breasts <laughs> when he discovers that you are a woman who does not bath <laughs> and you'll be surprised say, ah, but I used to see you sitting in church you look so shiny so beautiful so this so that but all that was to get you you get it but now that it got you it's like I, my real behavior is I, I don't like bathing <laughs> but the Bible says What shall be done to thee Thou lying tongue What more shall be done unto thee Shall be given unto thee Thou false tongue Burning coals of fire And hot coals From the juniper tree there are many things that are not true but we are working with them do you see and even us why you wouldn't work in the ministry is from deception that i'll live forever i'll always have a chance all things that are not true they are all presented to you forever and ever until it's all it's all over devil will lie to you about me he will lie to you about your pastor. He will lie to you about the word. Lie to you about life. Until it's all over. You can wait. You can wait. But it's not true. So Satan has that presentation. And you need to learn how to deal with that. When a person is being dealt with by the spirit of lies. He is getting nearer to distraction. To distraction. 
The third way is this spirit of Belial. Where you see Satan dealing with a human being. And that is, you have what you call um, uselessness. Where you are being made useless. Instead of becoming something valuable and somebody great. Amen? You become somebody useless. Amen. What do you think? Now, is this spirit that makes a young lady sleep with so many different men? Because you become useless. One day there was a certain boy in the university. <laughs> he was he was a nah, he liked a lot of sleeping with girls. He was so many girls, one after the other. One time he said, oh, if I meet a girl and I did not sleep with her within one week i'm late that's what i said i'm late one week if i don't sleep with you by a week's time since i met you i'm delayed now one day this gentleman was asked who are you going to marry and he pointed to some quiet su scripture union girl who is quietly in the scripture union don't you want any of these other girls that you've been going around with? No, 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 no. You see, when the boys are talking about the girls, you should hear them. And you see how they think about you. They will ask, it be who they ride them. It be who they ride them. That is, who is the current jockey? Who is riding that girl? It be who ask your neighbor, it be who they ride them. <laughs> who is riding? That's how they think about you. Who is riding you? Is it nice? It's not a nice thing. Huh? It be who they ride them. <laughs> hey! So you see that that is the attitude, that's the mind. You know, but then you are not valuable to them. So you they will not marry you. They have seen what is valuable. So I want that quiet as you are, who is not being ridden by any jockey. Ask your neighbor, are you a jockey or a pastor? Amen. So when you sense Satan, the devil, or certain thoughts and ideas are taking you away from the house, from the church, you understand, from the camps, or any attitudes, one of the things you must be conscious of is that the spirit of Belial is working somewhere to make me into a useless person. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. It's trying to work. So these three, always remember these three. You'll be there and you realize that people somebody says this about you. So a lot of people say this. Some people think that this. Then you should remember the spirit of an accuser is trying to end your ministry and make you into an abnormal person. When you are going to get married or you are trying to take certain decisions and so on, 
in life remember when certain things are coming about this thing is the liar he says the father of lies he said that old serpent that deceived the whole world that thing is coming to you anytime you are making a decision usually that's a strong spirit that comes decision time it is the lying spirit because you, you, you have to be presented with facts that are not facts so that you take another road that's why it comes in when you are going to get married when you are going to go to the ministry when you have to take certain major steps in your life the strong thing that comes is the lying tongue and the false tongue and that's why the Bible says what shall be done unto thee O lying tongue lying or what shall be done or what more shall be given unto thee O thou false lips false lips burning coals of fire shall be poured on you from the juniper tree so brothers and sisters when you are about to take decision and then when you have opportunities that's why the book's name is also called opportunities of ministry and you sense something is taking you away from something that is faithful something that is being a blessing to you something i want to take you out of lighthouse in south africa you should sense that look the spirit of belial not the accuser not the liar but the spirit of becoming worthless uselessness is now on you about to convert you into something useless yes so you got to be very careful because it's the spirit that comes and, and when you when it when you allow it to enter you and you see a person who is stable in a house with his father with his brother and the person says i'm going going where where are you going what are you planning what is in your mind what else are you going to get what other foundation can you get apart from the foundation that you are being given here what is better than what god is giving you in the house that god has created for you as those ideas come into your mind remember that i've given you three presentations of satanic activity in your life the accuser that will make you always be changing direction and look odd the liar when you are taking decisions to lead you and mislead you into a wrong life altogether and now the spirit of uselessness that is reducing you to nothing yeah so watch out because that is a spirit that affects a lot of people who have great potential Demas has forsaken me he has left everything can you believe what he has left we are reading it in the bible today using him as an example of somebody who should have he was listed with aristarchus and other epaphras and other wild wild guys and at the end he was listed as just somebody who just forsook the whole thing and went away and there are always people like that may it never be you in the name of jesus may you never be a prodigal son who will rise up and walk away yes years ago i had a pastor he was doing well he had made great sacrifices to be in the ministry and one day this spirit came you see sometimes when you sleep something goes into your heart how many know this how boyfriend and girlfriend it changes you 
I love you, I love you, you love me, I love you. Then something is put in the heart. And they say, now things begin to change a bit. And his attitude changed. And one day, he just walked out of the ministry. He walked away from me. Yeah. He was, he was nothing before. He, when I say nothing in the ministry, not that I made him something. But he was not doing anything and he came came and even started the church which is still there today <laughs> and then one day for whatever reason he just left actually no reason he gave no he said the spirit man all and as i said when it comes to decisions always remember the spirit of life because after about four years he wrote to me and i then i said oh he said oh i'm sorry I said, okay, if you are sorry, it's fine. But why did you leave? He said, oh. I said, no, you cannot re- uh, restore relationship by just saying, I mean, I just left. What, what, what was the reason? So he gave the reason. When he gave the reason, I just marveled at the spirit of lies. Because all the reasons that he gave were all things that were not true. They were not things that were real. They were things that if he had just asked the question, is this this? He would have had the answer which was different from what he thought. And it bumped him off in the ministry. Until after years went by, then he started to say, I want to come back. You see the girl who said, I want to go back to the useless husband? He said, I want to come back. He said, one day, he, he, he said to me, he said, I just imagined myself standing before the Lord, useless with empty hands i wasted my life an opportunity so i said you come back come back yes come because i tell you you can just become useless today such a person neither does he play drums he does not play organ he does not do anything in a church it's somebody who has started a church before preach every sunday you have been turned into zero even going to church is a problem. So I'm telling many of you here, as I'm preaching, what I'm preaching is to make you valuable. But Satan is saying, I will, re- I will make you useless. I will, I, will, I will make you worthless in this world. Look at me. What has made me valuable? What has made me worth anything? Not my medical work. No. In my medical, this thing is of no value. Even recently, you know, on my medical license, I had to go for uh, some lectures to renew because I still practice a bit. So I, I had to go for some lectures. When I went, this is a new thing they were doing. So if you don't come for lectures, we cannot. So I said, okay, I'll come. So when I went, ah, VIP treatment. They have made a special chef. It was like I was like a very important person who has come to this. Yeah. <laughs> special chair by the person, the, 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 the professor. So that is, oh, so when I came, I said, oh, I came, I said, I said, no, 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 no. They want you to come to the front there. They said that they put a chair right there. I said, me, me, I'm, I'm nothing. I'm nobody. I'm not, I'm not any important doctor. I'm, not, I'm just nothing. 
Yeah, these are the specialists and oh yeah. Wow. And what have made me that is it medicine? Medicine, no. It's just the church, eh? And the following the mystery has added a certain value to me that nothing can add. There is nothing that can make you valuable. Your parents, who are your parents? Who are I'm asking you a question? I said, Who are your parents? Who's your father? Huh? Who's your father? Who's your mother? Does anybody know your father? Does anybody know your mother? <laughs> Nobody knows you. Do you understand? So, so Christ is adding some value to you, some beauty to you, and being in the ministry and serving God, being a pastor, being a preacher is adding a certain beauty to you. And this is what disturbs the devil. He wants to remove that value from you. He wants to take it off and make you useless. And the way he will make you is that he will say to you that there is something better outside. Go to Gublikov International Church. Go to Angel Delight Ministry. There you will be accepted as a prophet. Your certificate will be received. Or oh, you don't understand what I'm saying. Yeah, your certificate will be received. Your calling will be understood. There they respect women. One day a certain lady <laughs> she said she she was complaining behind the scenes and i heard about it and she was saying ah he said we don't respect women you know we don't respect women in the church and so on so when i heard i said we don't respect women in the church me i don't respect women which church has got so many lady pastors which church which church do you know even the term lady pastor where is it coming from in the world huh we have lady pastor this lady pastor we have lady pastors we have reverence we have ordained women we ordain women general overseers who are ladies they work in the ministry at the higher any level that there is they can be there and there are so many of them why will you get it like that he said we don't respect but you're a mouth like a frog are you the one who said it ask your neighbor are you the one whose, whose mouth is like a frog of such a statement this person left the church and the last that I heard of them they are withered like a, 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 a tree that, as, that the roots have died yeah the attempt to make you worthless is very strong very strong so be careful because Satan I tell you the value that you have you understand it's not because of anything nothing can make you valuable in this world benny hin said it when you become a minister he said what where everywhere i go in the world i'm received why do you think they receive he said, because of the anointing why do you think the people receive me why do you think they come why do you think heads of state all over the world receive me and treat me in a certain way he said that that value is created by god by the power of god so do not allow that spirit to enter your soul a young man you have something valuable in the house in the house but when you are a fool you don't understand you don't see what you have till it's gone amen Amen. number two i'm giving you seven spirits that are trying to make you 
worthless and make you go away from your calling. Amen. Number two, the spirit of evil independence. Hallelujah. The spirit of evil independence. Amen. Are you listening to me? Now, the best way to understand evil independence is to look at African countries which got independence. We in Ghana, we have been independent for 52 years. We are the oldest independent country. And recently, one of the highest, poorest, uh, 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 what hippie, how do you say? Highly indebted and poor countries in the whole world. Yes. 52 years of going around in circles. Now, when you are not ready, and when they were getting independence, some of the politicians says, we want to be independent, but gradually and not yet. And some said, no, 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 now. We have the right to manage or mismanage our affairs. Now, God did not make us, even anyway, he did not make us to be independent in this world. God made us to be dependent. That's why the Bible says in Hebrews that they without us should not be made perfect. God does not intend for us to be independent. We are dependent people. We are the sheep of his hand. Come let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our God our maker. For he is our God. And we are the people of his pasture, just the sheep of his hands, just the sheep of his hands. So the most dependent animals that you could ever have are sheep. And God made us to be sheep. So why do you want to be independent when God made you to be dependent? Why do you want to be independent of me? Do you understand? So, you, do, you should not desire something God has not desired or planned for you. Because I depend on people. Even in what I'm doing, everything I'm doing depends on other people doing something before I can do what I'm doing. Are you with me? It, it depends on people doing what they also have to do. Otherwise, I cannot. Do you understand? Do what I am supposed to do. So God has not designed us to be independent. God has not designed the South African church to be independent of the Zambian church. So when you have a church in South Africa which is independent of the church in Ghana, then you are beginning to have something that is wrong. Yeah. But you see, people feel that they want independence when they feel that they have money. 
no branch in South Africa must be independent of the system. We cannot have any church which says, ah, we want to do this, we want to do this. We feel that we want to do this for ourselves. We want to do this for ourselves. Why? Why, why, why does that idea also come from? Because if we were thinking that way, we would not even have a church here. Because where you could not buy any building, the church in the UK bought a church building for you here. When you, you, know, you have nothing. We rose up from England and said, okay, buy it for them. And the church in Zambia also, the church in South Africa bought their building that they are using. Uh, or the church in, in the US. Two different churches. None of us are independent of each other. And as soon as we start that kind of thing in the church, you understand, you are going to create a completely different kind of church. Yeah. Totally different. A lot of the missionaries that have been sustained and so on, the money does not come from where you are. Because there is nothing where you are. It comes from other churches which have decided not to be independent. Independence is another word for cancer. Now, if Pastor Joel, stand up, Pastor Joel. He's our, our pastor in, um, he's been our pastor in America since 1996. Yeah. Now, if he had decided that he wants to be independent of what we are doing, you would not even be here. That's the point. If he had decided that, you would not be here. One of the names for independence is cancer. And I'm going to explain it very well in a way that you cannot forget. You stand up. Come let me show. Do you have breasts? Good. How many do you have? Two. Okay. Sit down. Sit down. Now, you have... Where are your breasts? Right and left. Right side and left side. Supposing her left breast decides independently, I want to be bigger. And I want to be harder. I will arise and be bigger and be harder and be different. What sickness is that? That is called cancer. And that thing, that attitude of her left breast, that attitude, that attitude of just this part, not, not her mind or her arms or her legs, her bottom, her feet, just this small section here, this, the attitude, that independent, I want to have my own feeling. I, I want to feel hard. I don't like this soft feeling. It's, it's, it's too, I don't want this, so I want some hardness. Personal, I want to experience a personal hardness. I want to feel like the, 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 the how the uh, what do you call it? because you see, in medicine, when you are examining somebody, you use your hand. We have three things we have soft, see, like when you touch, touch your breast or your, your soft part, that's that's we call it soft, then firm, touch your nose, that's what we call firm, then touch your uh, 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 that's what we call hard. And cancer, when you touch something and it's hard, that's cancer. When you touch it soft. Or femme, it's not cancer. But when it's hard like a bone, then it's cancer. So that's why when you are examining a breast, that's what you are feeling. So what are you feeling? What is it like? So when this is small part of her, nice person, feel that, look, I, I feel that. I, I don't this soft. I, I want also something a little different. I want to feel different. Personally. 
And so, this small section has decided to change and be hard and to get bigger. What do we have? And what is it going to do? What is it going to do to her? It's going to kill the whole person. It's not going to just kill your breast. That's what I'm saying that you in South Africa or a part of South Africa or a part of Zimbabwe, you, your behavior there can kill the whole thing by your independent way of thinking and by that mind of I want to be different and I want to do what I want to do separately that thing can kill all of us that's why I call the spirit of evil independence because this boy he walked out with half of the inheritance and half of the wealth of his father and left only half behind he could have brought down the whole business Gradually, God forbid it will not happen to you. Okay, no worry. Gradually, you see that her face will change. Her face will become leaner. Because just a part here. You see how small it is? Look, just small like this. How much of her body am I carrying? Covering? Small part of my hand like that. Small like that. Because of the attitude in this small branch. The attitude in this branch. The attitude in this country. That's why we don't want any attitudes in any country. We don't want anything to develop in any country. Any start new something. We, especially where you think you have money. We don't want it. Yeah. We don't want it at all. Because you are going to destroy the rest of us. And then you see that her face will now change. And it will be getting leaner. Her face will become like... No, relax. Your, relax. Your, I will change your face for you. No, you are smiling. No, you don't smile when you have cancer. You don't smile. You cannot smile. You will be crying. Try not to smile. All right. You see that her face will be changing. Hey! Why? Because of a small independent branch. Pastor. Church. Attitude. Somewhere. Hey! Evil independence. Independence when it is not necessary, it's not desired, it's not required, and it's not God's will. Don't try to be, you are not, you cannot be independent. Me, I have learned that I, I need a lot of people to help me. At first, I didn't accept it, but I've been forced to accept it. When I move, I'm like an octopus. You, you may not see all the legs, but about eight legs are moving right now. Yeah, so many people are moving as I move. I don't just go like that. So many things are happening at the same time for me to be moving where I am. Yeah. And I've learned to just accept it. Because I, I, never, I never thought I would have so many people involved in all the so many things I'm doing. Eh, this one is what well, this one is about. It's like if you, if you don't accept it, you'd rather kill yourself. Okay? Are you there? Are you there? Yeah. So that spirit said, I want to be free. I want, I don't, I don't want to, I don't, 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 I don't. Look. The spirit has come into you. Beliaha. The spirit of evil independence has entered your soul and your heart. Do you understand? To do something different and something special and something that is psychedelically different in your corner. When we say we are doing exam, don't want to do exam. When we say, okay, we are going to do this, we don't want to do that. 
when we say let's all do this so why should we all do when we say we have a bishop's council when we say we have shuffling conference that is gathering the church oh why this 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 that 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 whatever you don't want that you want to do on your own thing so be careful cursed be the man that rise up to destroy the whole church may you wither and may you be like the leaves that are blown around without an owner in Jesus name hey how many realize that it's a bad thing yeah a small branch so we don't want any branches in South Africa to start any can we do this can we do can we do that we want to do this we want to do that why should we do this 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 that that when you don't so for me me I look at the whole I'm not just looking at one because you didn't know I spent I tell you, I spent quarter of a million dollars there were people that we should have even sent last year we were not able to have the money we spent that money this year credit crunch and as we are coming to the end of this year we have another 40 50 people like that who we also have to send they've been in the school for years we have to support them send them help them let them go why should we not help them when we help you huh? if we are not sat up to really support the south african church you will not be what you are today yeah so let us let us be together and let us not have that negative mind it will make you forsake the church and the blessing that we have so when you see any pastor rising up with that spirit just look at him and say brother did you come to the finish what you started camp did you hear the things that were said there this behavior is a cancer behavior you are cancer in the church you are becoming hard when we are soft you are destroying all you destroy all of us yeah, yeah. you destroy all of us can you imagine I sent Peter, stand up. I sent Peter to America to go and be the pastor there. And he's in charge of the churches there. And then now he starts to say, ah, Why should we be sending money all over? He's going to destroy this Peter here. Mandla in Namibia. Maybe the time we have to buy the bill. Godwin, Zimbabwe. We destroy all. How do you think we got the money to buy the church in Zimbabwe that we have? And all? Where do you think we got? So that attitude that he is just having, he feels that it's just him. But he's destroying the others. That's why you people should be grateful to God for the kind of people that God has given us who have been pastors in London, in America, in Switzerland, in Europe, places where they have money, that they have not developed that mind. Yeah, all these years. Recently, I had some pastors in uh, Switzerland. They wrote a letter to me. They said that they, they, they want to, a percentage of the offerings. Percentage of the offerings. You see, and that is something we have not seen before. But now their eye was on the sparrow. Their eye was now on the sparrow. They wrote a long letter explaining when I drive here, I use this my car. When I go to church, I use my car to go to come. 
this number of miles my car is getting spot i need fuel i need this as a lay pastor sure. and then in spite of all that was said and done all of them broke off so right now when you go to switzerland you see the churches you see this pastor he was a lighthouse pastor he has started his own church can't separate himself this one separated himself this one separated himself like that like that all of them now they have all separated everybody they have made themselves separate for what reason and you ask yourself even when we come to motives motives are very dangerous check your motive before you do something one day A certain lady was in her house and then the door opened and uh, arm robber came to the house now this was a very nice good christian girl when the arm robber came to the house the arm robber said i feel like having sex so the arm robber said Do like this. Change your style. Another change your style. So he made her change her style. Do this. Do this. The man was holding a gun, whatever. She was, so she changed her style. He did whatever and went and went, and went away. Now, after this, do you think this girl is a fornicator? Huh? What is fornication? No, no, don't laugh. Just answer the question. Just answer the question. What is fornication? Pardon? I said she was raped. A good Christian pastor or a good Christian person raped. Has she committed fornication? You don't consider her as a fornication as somebody who has been unfaithful to her husband. You don't think her husband should leave her because of this? Or the robber came there in the night repair you don't teach a fornicator why why is you know that what is fornication penis into vagina in out in out in out out in out in out in out out in out in out is that it in out or in in or out <laughs> is that not is that not sex huh one day somebody made a t-shirt he already on the front sex then at the back he has written in out in out in out definition you are defining sex hey so i'm asking you a question and just answer the question had the girl had sex has she had sex with somebody who is not her husband is she a fornicator aha uh-huh. why you see because the motive is it was totally different so the only thing is this motive the motive is everything that's why it doesn't even occur to you that she's a fornicator because once the motive is not there or once the motive so it means that everything is the is equal to only the motive even if the actions have no relevance even if the action is the same once the motive is totally not there or the motive is different then the thing is different so it means that 
Hamish, all that you are doing, the only important thing is the motive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. More important than so if you are starting a church because of money, or you are charging a church because of evil independence, or you are charging a church for whatever, you should be very careful because it is not that preaching this and that is what is important to it will boil down to one thing your motive. It will boil down to one thing, your motive. So as I'm standing here, it will boil down to one thing, my motive. Why I'm here? Am I after this? Am I after that? All that I'm saying will not matter in eternity. Because eternity, we are judging the hearts. So eternity will not judge the actions. Eternity will come down and say, we thank you for your actions. Here we are looking beyond to see the heart. And just like this case, you yourself are declaring the girl not guilty. In fact, it's, it's not even okay to you that how can she be guilty? What do you mean by how do you call her? She is rather a victim. We are rather feeling sorry for her. Do you understand? And so even she's so far from being a fornicator, but she has done all the actions of fornication. In, out, in, out, in. Out. Uh, you can end in or out, depending if it's a public holiday, you end in, or if it's a national holiday, you end in. so brothers and sisters you may you may want to be independent if god does not want you to be independent and you are doing for some reason i tell you charlie you are you are laying for yourself a trap that is going to destroy you amen so watch watch your heart one day I, I met a brother. I asked him, Brother, are you a murderer? He said, No. I said, Are you sure you are not a murderer? So I said, What is a murderer? That's somebody who has killed somebody. And I'm quiet. I said, Have you killed somebody? Said, no. I asked him, Have you knocked somebody down who died? He said, Ah, yes. <laughs> Did he die on the spot? Yes. Did you kill him? I mean, did he die from your driving or from your car? Yes. So, are you a murderer? No. <laughs> you see, again, all the actions of a murderer have been accomplished. But the heart of a murderer was not there. He had no intention. He was rather going to buy oranges or going to buy something. He had no intention of killing somebody. But he has killed somebody before. So, I said, you have killed somebody before. You have had sex with somebody before. But you are neither a murderer nor a fornicator. Because your heart is clean. So watch your heart. Because at the end of the day, it is all about the heart. Why are you in the ministry? Why are you working for God? Why are you doing the things that you are doing? Watch your heart. And so it can be the other way around as well. You would think that you are doing these actions, but your heart is not right. And a lot of people claim, yeah, we want independence today, this and that and that. We want this, this. We want to do that. But it's for a reason. And that reason is what makes it good or bad. Amen. So watch out. This is another spirit. The spirit of evil independence. When God has designed you to be dependent, if I am your shepherd and God has designed you to depend on me and you walk away from me, you are doomed. I tell you. You are doomed and you are, you, you are, you are, you are, fed, you are a featherless chicken. You are a featherless chicken from today. Yes. And you cannot fly again. All your feathers have been removed. 
chicken. What type of bird are you? Without feathers. Chicken without feathers. Ah! It's only Kentucky Fried Chicken which has a chicken without feathers. Are you there? Are you listening? So independence is good. It's good for you to be independent. But but why? Why? What's the, what's, what, what's, at, what's at the bottom of it all? Is it money? Is it pride? Hey, why should he tell me what I should do? One day, I went to a certain church. And I said, lift up your hands. Let's worship God. So they lifted up their hands. And I said, sit down. Then I said, stand up, everybody. Thank God right now. Sit down. Okay. Normal church service. After one guy was sitting there, I said, I mean, are, we, are we in kindergarten? Sit down, stand up, sit down, lift your hand, put your hand, this and that. He said, are we in kindergarten? Are we in nursery school? You can see the pride. It's like, I don't want to be told even to sit down or to raise up my hands. Am I a child for you to tell me, sit down and let's all, let's all stand to our feet. Let's all lift up our It's a problem for him. And many times people also, it is a problem for them to be told, do this and do this. Why should you tell me to listen to a tape? Why should you tell me to read a book? Why should you tell me what to do? I don't want you to tell me what to do. Don't tell me. I don't want to hear that. And many of us, we are like that in our home. You don't want, when your father tells you this, that's what you don't want to do. One time I was dealing with some children, I realized that when I tell them to do this, they will not do it, so I won't say it. Because there are some people, they have a program, automatic rejection of something that is told to them. When you say do this, that's what they don't want to do. Don't do, then they do. Do, then they don't do. Depending on what you say. Because there's something programming you to reject instructions. Why? Why? What type of spirit has made, has made you? It's the spirit of rebellion. It's the spirit that is upon this boy. That made him walk out of the house and say, I'm going. I'm going to hell with whatever. And where did it end him up? He became a beggar less than the servants in the house. He said, how many servants of my father have more to eat and I'm sitting here with pigs. I'm less than one of the servants in the house. Now I'm now lower than even if I had stayed in the house and been demoted from whatever to a servant. This is what Satan wants to make you out, out of you. To eat with pigs. And there are some people who never repent. When they are eating with pigs, instead of saying that I am sorry they will be writing and say I'm doing PhD in agriculture now and I'm doing practicals I'm on the farm now and I'm having first hand experience with the animals and God is really blessing me here I would never have had this experience if I had not come here so I thank God for the opportunity to come here and I'm into all the animal husbandry and pig grease and so on and I'm really getting experience that I could not have had in the house. Research. I'm doing research. Ah, look at you. Some people, they never repent. Ask your neighbor, do you understand what is being preached about? Tell your neighbor, I hope I will never see you misbehaving in this church. Amen. Thank you. Sit down.
Number three. How many spirits do you have? Less than three. Number two. Number three. Spirit of greed. Ecclesiastes chapter 5 verse 10. He that loveth silver shall not be satisfied with silver. Yes. Loving money is one of the things that can make you go away from the house that God has called you and can make you forsake the ministry. And that is why we encourage you all to be lay pastors. To be a full-time pastor is not easy. Sure. Better stay at your job and be okay there. Come to the church and be a church mouse and suffer. To be a lay pastor is like walking on the sand by the beach. And to be a full-time pastor is like walking on rocks. If you love silver, you will never be satisfied by silver. That is why I do not relate with people based on money. No, 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 no. Like I'm, I'm tip, tipping, giving money. No, I don't, I don't, I, I, it's not my nature. I don't even know that lifestyle. That. No. I have to give money. So I've seen the bishop. So let me give them some money so they will like me. No, 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 no. I don't know how even how to do that. What about when the money is finished? What about when the credit crunch crunches my money? How can you relate with me based on money? Even when I was in a relationship with my wife, I never related with based on money. I never showed her I have, have some money. Or the riches took her to whatever. No. I never bought presents for her. Going to buy shoes. Going to buy that. Even though it was later that I knew how to buy such things. It's just, it's just me. Do you like me? Uh, do you like how I am? I'm, 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 I am me. I am he. Do you get it? I cannot relate with you based on what you give to me or what I give to you. No, that's not a good relationship. It's not a good relationship at all. You understand? Yeah. Because life is more than... And when you really like money, money doesn't satisfy you. The biggest thieves are rich people. Rich people are more thieves than poor people. The money in South Africa, you know who is chopping it. It's people who already have millions. Who are chopping more millions. Huh? Yeah. One day, we caught a, a thief who was stealing some money, small money. And I was telling the person, that, Look, leave the guy. He's... he's, 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 he's Petty, petty stealing. Do you see? It's not used to money. You see, real thieves. Do you get it? These are not what they steal. To- they are taking your tomatoes. He's, 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 he's taking the meat from the stew. He's eating all the meat in the in the soup. 
leave him. Leave him. He's not a thief. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Sometimes the ladies grow wild. Eh? The ladies grow wild on the person has taken is eating all the bread. Oh, I'm sure he's hungry. He's thinking about where there was no bread, and now you are seeing bread out. Eat all. These are not the real thieves. Be kind, do you see? Yeah, as the person gets used to the bread and so on, he will stop eating. Because he wants to put it, because he thinks there will be no more. Are you there? Yeah. So I, I want you to know how to work for God without money. You don't have to want money. There is something that has to be cured in you before you can handle money. Yes. You, you, you have to know how to minister not for money. It, it has to die out of you completely. Otherwise, you can't do well in the ministry. You see, if I go and preach in somebody's church, which is not my church, I get money. Because they, they, will, they will pay me for coming. Do you get it? Or you, don't, you didn't know that? Yeah. Sometimes they pay me a lot of money. If, I, if that was what I really wanted. Do you get it? No. Yeah. Then they invite me and say, no, that's where I'm going. I mean, last year, for instance, and even this year, they are still on me to come. A large, huge church in Paris invited me. 7,000, all the people who come and minister there, these American ministers and so on, they, call, they want me to come. When they say, I can't come. Yeah. So I cannot come. Obviously, they are going to pay for me to come. Go pay me to come. Yeah. I said, I, can't, I cannot come. And so many invitations, I'll just be saying, I can't come. Sorry, I can't come. I can't come. I can't come. If it's this money that I'm looking for, you will not see me here. Neither will you see me at any crusade. I'm going to, I'm going to look for money. But when I get money from there, nobody can ask me any question. Because I don't decide how much they give me. But at a certain level, as you go higher in the ministry, they, they see that you are of a certain caliber. So there are certain figures they don't even, they always start from a certain level upwards. It's true. That's a reality. <laughs> yeah. So you see, all through my life, from the time I got born, there was nothing like money in the church. Even when we started the church, we didn't even take offerings. We never related this work we are doing with money. It's not related. God is not the same as money. And God is not worked for for money. If in working for God you happen to get money, praise Him. But it is not the reason and cannot be the reason. And must not be in your heart. But there are lay people, you see. Some of us, we are following our own professions. And so after some years, a lot of lay pastors, you will discover that what you were searching for, you are not getting it. Then they start to turn on the full-time pastors. And look at some of us. And say, ah, this guy, look at how, where he is. Look at what he has. How did he have what he has? And then they start to write letters and say, we want a percentage of the offerings. 
Because obviously you must be getting a percentage of the offerings to be where you are, to have what you have. So we want a percentage now. Every branch. Look, me many years ago, somebody advised me, told me you must have a percentage of offering from all your churches. If I had ever applied such an idea. See, then even now you see that I'm starting churches for percentages. You, you, you see now. More churches. Not knowing that I'll be saying church planting, church planting, but I'm thinking of it that when I make you guys start churches, more percentages for me. To win a war, you must become war. And we are declaring war on all lay pastors who are looking at money in the church as a source of their income. If you are a lay pastor, be a lay pastor. You have chosen your work, a profession, as in the bank, in the, uh, as a cleaner, carpenter. That is your work. Your work is not, pre- it is an opportunity we are giving. If you don't like it, leave it and go and do whatever. But it's a privilege. And if you don't like it, leave it. But don't come to the church to try to use the church as your part-time job or as your make-up to pay your other bills which you are not being able to pay with your own life. Don't bring it at all. Don't start. Don't look at don't look at it. A lay person is a lay person. A full-time person is a full-time person. And the spirit of greed, we declare war on it. And we shall we have become a wall, a war face toward those things. Because if right now all lay pastors have to be given transport allowance for your car maintenance, for the tires that you are using all over the church, and what's going to happen to us? What is going to happen to the church? Do you think we can start more churches in South Africa? Can we send missionaries to places that are so poor that no one can survive there unless we support him? How can we continue? How can we get buildings? How can we do the things that we are doing? How can we feed hundreds of Bible students? How can we do all that? So if you, if you want to start that kind of nonsense, know that we, are going to, we, are, we, we, we will mention your name and fight with you. And we will oppose you. We will resist you. And we will drive you out of the church. Because we don't want your presence here. Don't come and corrupt the blessing that God has given to us. And twist it and change it into something else. Are you listening to me? Yeah. Come back. You see now. Supposing her breast, this small left one again, says that. Do you see how big the, bo- the bottom is? The, bo- the backs. Do you see how they're big? We want to be as big as the. It is not fair. It is not fair that we are so small when there is a big, there is a big one at the back. <laughs> hey! We want to be the same. We want to have the same privileges. We are all part of the same body. We are in the same system. Yes, we also want to enjoy mega. And then she, and then it starts. I want to be as big as the bottom. 
a breast that has decided to enlarge so that it will be much the size of this a mega distance so that we at least we are at par what is going to happen equality it is greed so I'm explaining to you that is how the church gets spoiled is this same type of attitudes yeah look at him look at him look at the hotel that he's sleeping in your mouth like a frog are you the one paying for my hotel how much offering do you give your mind, your mind is money-minded. And the Bible says, he that loveth silver, when you take such a person into the ministry, oh, goodness. First question would be, so what are my conditions? And then every year, how does it change? And then what are the bonuses? And what are the changes? And this and that and that and that. We cannot, we cannot. We cannot. How often do we review this salary? <laughs> no 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 it's not going to help us and that's why we say when people are coming to full time that's why that between lay and full time there is long jump triple jump and high jump and pole vault before you can enter some so many things have to go out of you yes Amen. And when you are cured, then you are able to receive money. Yeah. Today, God has blessed me. I, I receive money. It's not my intention. I never thought, I never knew. I never knew that this is what can happen. Yeah. But it's, 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 and, and it is still not in my heart. I, I really hope so. And pray. That's what you had there. It's a treasure box. Did I tell you about the two sons with the treasure box? Eh? With the broken glass. <laughs> are you there? Are you there or you are not there? So, brothers and sisters, forget about money. And cure your heart. One day somebody asked me to be on his board. He said he was starting a business. So he said, can you be a member of my board? I said, what, is, what does it mean to be on your board? So advice and I mean, I was, okay, put me on your board. So I was there. Then the end of the year, he was sending me some money. I said, what is this? He said, oh, money. So I said, for me? He said, but you are my, he's my relative. I said, you are my cousin or relative. Or are you paying me? He said, oh yes. I said, look. You see, his mind works in a certain way. It's like everything, money. Money, money. Money for everything. Everything is money. I said, please. I don't, I'm not relating with you. I'm relating with you on a different, I'm not thinking about, collect your thing back. And he he talks in a way and has a mind that with money you can pay anybody. Anybody has a price. Everybody has a price. Name your price and I can buy you. I said, no, 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 not, don't do that. Not that I'm special, but 
that's not we are we are you are my relative i see you in a certain way i want your business to do well it's not about paying me it's, he was not giving me an offering he was trying to pay me it's like i, I have these guys that i'm paying it's like a certain mine don't, don't, don't think too much about money what you can pay what you have to pay i went one day i went to nigeria and uh, when i went to preach they put me in a room without a window <laughs> no not the lighthouse church another place <laughs> They put me in a room without a window. <laughs> and even, you'll be afraid even to, you cannot even bath or eat. So the next year, I was invited again to the same place. And I went and I took some people and I said, let's go, we are going. When we got to the place, I think this, I don't know, the second time or the third time, I was going back to the same place. And I went with some pastors and they were also, this time they had made a new nice place. And they put me in that new nice place. And they put my pastor in the room without a window. (laughs) In fact, I remember the first time we went, the way the room was and the lights were off too. No light, no window, nothing. So I went to sit outside on the grass to cool down and to be able to be there. So later, my pastor was asking, he said, Bishop, can you come to this place? Hey, there are me hands at this place. So I asked him, have you ever been invited to any other country or even within Ghana? Have you been invited before? I said, to me, it is a special thing. To me, it is a special thing. It's not about the amount of money or what, but it's a blessing. To me, I'm asking you, have you invited, been invited to another country to preach before? Uh-huh. For me, as for me, I see it as a privilege. I see it as a blessing. And pastors who have gathered to listen to me preach, oh, I'll even pay them to come. I'll even pay them that I can come there. It's a blessing. You see, your mind has to work in a particular way for God to be able to use you. He that loveth silver shall not be satisfied with it. Money will never make you happy. No matter how much you get, you always know that you will have more. One day, I met a certain guy. He was working for a millionaire. And he was a close friend. And every day he used to come and tell me how, ma- how, many, how, much, how many millions his millionaire boss had. So one day I came to him, I said, oh, so what did I say? First it was 600 million, 700 million, 800. So one day I came, he said, oh, we are around 900 million dollars. My boss, very fantastically rich man. He said, my boss now is worth about 900. We are, he's trying to aim for 1 billion. So I realized that all rich people, see, it is never enough. Do you understand? 900. So then one day he said, We just crossed into 1 billion, but we've come back to 900. Something's happened and the thing came down. I said, Wow. See, he that loveth silver, he cannot be satisfied. Everything that he has does not satisfy him. I want more. 
We have an advert in Ghana. I want more. Tell your neighbor, I want more. <laughs> more. 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 Yeah. Discontentment. It's an evil spirit. So lay pastors. You are all going to be lay pastors. Some of you will be full time. Don't think about offerings. We want to eat offerings. Ha! Huh? When did you start eating offerings? Who are you? We want to start eating offerings. Do you know when we start? Ask for me, I eat offerings. Do you know when I started eating offerings? Recently, I started eating offerings. You, you've just come. You want to eat offerings. <laughs> you've just got up. You've come. No, you want to eat offerings right now. No, you want to eat offerings. Now, it's not like that. So do not love silver. Amen. Amen. Stand up. Okay. Thank you, my sister, for your your body that you have allowed us to use. Okay, Grace, come and sing a song for us. Are are you people here? I get a feeling that some people are not here. You're all here? Tell your neighbor, belly yahal. Is it or is it on you? What did they say? Ask your neighbor, spirit of greed. Is it on you? What did they say? They are going for x-ray. Hey! You are you are sucking with spirit. <laughs> Cast it out now in Jesus' name. Just to think that I was so bad that you knew all about my past, but that didn't make you any different. You said you could fix all of that. I got so excited till my heart. Sometimes it causes me to tremble Just to 
Somebody like you. Sometimes it causes Sometimes it causes me to tremble. Sometimes it causes me to shed some tears. Sometimes it causes me to tremble. is seen when you correct a fool. If you want to see whether somebody is a fool, correct him about something that he's doing and then the thing will come. It's like a snake. How do you want to see a snake? Somebody sent me, or some, not me, but somebody sent someone who is with me, sent, sent him an email of a photograph. And the, do you know what was on the picture? They have written, Look before you sit. Hey! So he brought it to me and showed me, Look before you sit. It was a toilet bowl, WC, with a cobra. You see, on the seat like this, the cobra was under there. The, the part that you sit on, it was under it like that. And you could see just a part of it like that. And then they did whatever, and then they, they, the thing was. Then they, then they started to attack it. Then the thing came out properly, the thing like that. So look before God. The, the snake is staying there, 
and you have come to deposit certain things on it, he may not like it. So, he told me, listen, he told me something. He said that somebody told him many, many years ago that from time to time, you must take hot water and pour it into the toilet. Hot water. Very hot one. Through the, it will go through the, if there's a snake there, it will pass, it will come, I mean, come. So, everything has what makes it come out. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying. Everything has what? What makes it come out? <laughs> Fools also have what makes them come out. And, my, and one of them is correction. That's why it says in Proverbs chapter 9, verse 8, it says, Reprove not a scorner, lest he hate thee. How many of you have got your copy of this book? Make sure you get, you don't have some somewhere. All you have is here. This book is not here. It's a mistake. Somebody's made a mistake. He that reproveth a scorner getteth in himself shame. Amen. Amen. So, count advice is one of the things. Now, another verse is in Proverbs chapter 1 where it says, Proves fools despise wisdom. So, the other thing that brings out foolish fools are books. Fools despise knowledge. They despise teachings, books, anything to do with reading, books. Put a book in front of a fool and you will discover that he's a fool. He will never buy it. Never, never. He will buy meat pie, samosa. What do you have here? Huh? Sparrow. Sparkle. What's sparkle? Bread stuffed with chips and egg. It's called sparkle. Huh? Sparkle. Spell it. Sparlo. Sparklo. Sparklo. It's a word. Instead of buying a book. So if you want to see fools, arrange books and then arrange Palo and other things there. You'll see the fools. Everything, every boy, everything has what makes it come out. <laughs> every, every thing, everybody has what makes it, everything has what makes it come out. Yeah. One day. <laughs> one of our pastors went to play golf. And he parked under a tree. And a, a snake fell from the tree onto the car. And then entered the car. So when he came, 
and he opened the car, he saw the snake there. And immediately the snake moved into the dashboard. Yeah. Up till today, we have not seen that snake. Yeah. He couldn't drive the car. He couldn't go home. They organized smoke, medicine, this. Nothing could make it come out. Because there are some things that are difficult to make them come out. They didn't know what to do. He was looking at the car. It's like, hey, I would not drive my car. I think he left, even they left the car. They did uh, the snake. The link. Up till today, I'm talking. So later, I saw him driving the car. I said, Charlie, how? He said, In fact, I'm driving as you are pressing the accelerator. You don't know if the thing will come from down there and bite your toes or enter under your trousers. Hey! But you see, everything has what makes it and if you don't get that thing you will never see it and that's how fools are fools are sad that they are all in the church ask your neighbor could you be one could you be one but two ways i'm showing you what brings out a fool number one is what correction and number two is what books and knowledge Tapes, CDs, macane. Put it on the left. Put spathlo or the side. Bread, this, whatever. You see, they will leave this. They will always leave the books and get this other one. They despise knowledge. Is it not fantastic? Is it fantabolistic? And it is foolishness that makes you go away from your house, your blessing. And all that God has given to you. Isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it fantastic and amazing? Huh? You walk away from your honor. You walk away. So don't walk away. And when, don't, don't allow anybody to lead you away. Say, yeah, this is a South African affair. I had a Nigerian pastor who started that type of foolish talking. In, in Switzerland. We made, we trusted him. We said, Pastor, he had a big church. All the church members were, oh, he started talking to all them. He said, it's a Nigerian thing. You see, these people are doing whatever, whatever in Ghana. This, that, that. It's a Ghana. It's a Ghanaian something. Ghana. This, this, this. Ghana, Nigerian. Something, something, something. Oh. That's why we, we say that to win a war, you must become. All these guys, we left them to pray. We didn't look at them. We didn't even, we didn't even take any notes. That's why now, if we transfer you and you, you don't go, we will push you out. Yeah, we will move you. The church is not for it. Even me, I have written my will and I have not left any church for anybody, my children. I've written my will that if I die, this is for this, this is for this, this is for this. But it does not include any church, including the South African church. I, because the church is not for me. It's not my personal possession. It's just a church that I found, found. It's like how somebody came to this where he did something, and the thing is there. Nelson Mandela cannot write, I, I will South Africa to my son. <laughs> oh, what 
you mean by you will South Africa to your side? It is not for you. If you have your house, write it in your will, but don't write the whole country. The country is not for you. Or you don't understand what I'm saying. He told the people, ah, this, this, that. So he talked to all of them. And one day, he said he's, he's leaving. He just went with almost the whole church. They followed because they were mostly Nigerians too. And they, they listened to that type of uh, nationalistic talking. What do you call, uh, uh, what do you call that? Uh, xenophobia. That type of whatever. You also have those things here. When you do that, you are going to spoil everything that we have. Because as I see you, I don't see you as a Nigerian. I don't see you as a Ghanaian. I don't see you as a South African. I see you as a person. As my friend, my brother. We are family. We are working together. We are doing the work of God. Till we all die and we leave whatever we are doing. So when you start to see me as a Khaled, I say, look at you now. Now I've become colored to you. Or I've become West African. Or you call me a, a northerner. But I hear those of you in the south, and you call uh, the, the north. Huh? The what? We are from where? Africa. But here is what? South Africa. It's a pity. You see how people spoil the church? Yeah. So, one day, I was at the Kodesh, and a certain young man came to see me. And he told me, look, I'm in the church in Zurich. And this Nigerian pastor came to me. And he said, oh, don't mind Lighthouse. He said, I know Lighthouse. I know Lighthouse. I know them. Oh, come and do things for me. Come and play music. Come and do whatever. I know Lighthouse. I know I've been there. And he said, he told me, he said, I have just, I had just read Loyalty. And, this lot. and as the guy was talking, I said, look at this guy. All his things are in the book. That's what I said. And so, Spirit of foolishness could not get him because he had not despised knowledge. He had actually taken his time to read the book. So when they were advising and calling him with this kind of things, he, he, was not, he, did not, he was not deceived. And he told me something. He said, all their churches are not growing. Everybody have made themselves most, 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 most. Because every, you have to say something negative about me to have a member in your church. I mean, how can that be the only way you get somebody to be in your church? You just have to say, oh, I know Lighthouse. Oh, don't mind them. Come. This, oh, this for Ghana, this for Nigeria, this South Africa, this, 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 that. As soon as you start that, that's what, that's your evangelism message. The evangelism message is God so loved the world that He gave you. Your evangelism message is that I know lighthouse, lighthouse, this, 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 come to me. That is your John 3, John 3, 98. That's your verse. John 3, 98. Your own scriptures. These are the scriptures that you use to evangelize. Your math. You have a new Bible. Please, don't spoil what God has given to us. Amen. He has given us 
we are a mod in our church in Accra. We have even our pastoral team, and intentionally, I do, I do intentionally, people that are not Ghanaians. Because for me, God has given me an international ministry. He has not given me a Ghanaian. Even in Ghana, many times in Ghana, I have not been accepted as a Ghanaian. Yeah. Oh. But when I was in school, I just to say, oh, disappointed European. That's how they come. Disappointed. It's like, I am a European that did not fully qualify. I didn't finish what I started. And I was not able to be a full European. And I'm not a full Ghanaian. Yeah. Even in the, in the, among pastors, our external pastors, I'm, I can see that attitude. Oh, dark. Oh, dark. What is it? Oh, small boy. This and that. You, you can feel the dislike. It's true. One day, I went to talk to one of my a friend in school. And he told me he was also half German and half Ghanaian, I think. And he told me what I have suffered in this school. What I have suffered because of my color. Because of who I am. And he told me that's why I'm quiet in the school. I just learn and I just go. What I suffered in this school. And what I suffered if it was not for Christ. I would hate my school. I met Christ in the school. I was hated and despised. I felt that he lived liquid hatred. Yeah. Until I left. And it was, I believe that all those things helped me to find Christ because of the whatever. And even in the ministry, I said that sort of thing. Few persons are able to even relate with me. That relate with me as a friend and just talk with me. Many of them will say, Oh, that guy is proud. This half caste Lebanese boy. This and that. Oh. So then I come here, then you also say I'm a Ghanaian. When I go, they say I'm not a Ghanaian. Everywhere I go, I'm not that, that place. It's true. I go to Ghana, say I'm not a Ghanaian. I go to Europe, they say you are African. I go to America, they say you are African-American. Like Obama. I come to South Africa, they say you are African. You are not, not from the north. I go to Kenya, they say you are from West Africa. Watch out for West Africa. Be careful of West Africans. That's what they say in East Africa. Be careful of West Africans. When you do that, your ministry can never grow. I'm telling you. You will be limited. Yeah. But you see, God has not given us a limited ministry. Look at where we are in all these different countries. We are even in South America, Venezuela, and Brazil. How many are ready to go to Brazil to join the work there? Yeah. Are you raising your hand or your toes? I said, how many are ready to go to Brazil? Shoot, don't talk. Huh? What do you think? So please, don't, don't spoil the church with a foolish way of behaving, foolish way of talking. Okay? Yeah. To win a war, have you become war? When you see those things, when you see somebody talking a certain way, say, my friend, my friend, out of my presence, please, before I open my eyes. Before I open my eyes, be away. Be away from where I am. Before I open my eyes. When I open my eyes, I don't want to see you. I'm closing my eyes out of mercy so that I don't tell you something I, I shouldn't say to a Christian. 
lest I curse thee and thou wither from thy roots upwards. Vanish. Another guy. He was he was even a relative of me. And so when somebody is your relative, he says, oh, but dog, I know dog. I know dog. He called that same guy. He called him and said, come and come and play music for us in our church. Come and do this. And the guy said, look at, look at all this. We are now trying to take somebody from someone's church. That's your John 3, 92. It's that that church is not a good church and our church is a good church. But I commend you to time and to the wind and even the shining of the moon. The moon will shine because a certain mysterious light will shine on. That's why David said that and the moon shall not smite me by night. I recommend you to a mysterious light that will cause something mysterious on your life. That's what I'll give you to the moon. May the moon shine on you. <laughs> As you have mysteriously taken members from my church, may something also be subtracted mysteriously from your life. As for me, people don't know. I have placed a curse on certain things from the beginning of the church. Yeah. You see, when, when, you, don't know, when you don't have anything to fight with, you have to fight with spiritual weapons. Oh, yeah. And to win a war, you must become war. One day I was preaching in the canteen and I began to curse things that rise up to destroy the church. And recently, I, I was I was go, I went to Switzerland, and then I was praying, Lord, because all these guys had scattered the church there. So I asked the Lord, "What shall I do?" The Lord told me, oh, "Revelations." I said, "Revelation what? He said, "Oh, Revelations." Just do what John did when he ended his book. He signed his signature. I said, "What is his signature?" He said, "He said, he said uh, may anyone that remove something from this book, may the Lord remove his name from." And anyone who adds, may the Lord add the plagues that are in this book to his life. So he said, when I go, the Lord told me I was on my house in Ukraine. And I was like, what, what should I do? He said, Lord, so when you go, just spiritually protect the church. So when I went there, when I finished the last time, I said that anybody who removes from the church, may the Lord also subtract from his life. And I left them. Later, then somebody sent anonymous there. Tell Bishop that instead of cursing whatever he should do and I said look at you fear you are afraid if you are bold why are you sending anonymous text come out and identify yourself what is your name you are sending anonymous text your mouth say your mouth the Bible says the righteous is bold as a lion if you have something to say identify yourself and say you are sending anonymous texts Come out and let's discuss it. I've not cursed anybody. I've cursed that those who pass here, this is what should happen. Are you, are you passing there? Don't pass there. Don't pass there. I'm not 
curse anybody. I've not mentioned anybody's name. No pastor at that place. Are you there? Okay, how many minutes to breakfast? Ten minutes. Fifteen. Breakfast is nine. And bathing is at what time? After breakfast is bathing. After lunch. Hey! No, think about it. Think about how we love Nigeria. All my missionaries, I have 25 graduates from the university. All of them, I send them all to Nigeria. And the next group too, I'm planning to send all of them. So if you don't want to go there, don't come. All. I say, go. I want Nigeria. We have to go to Nigeria. Every time I said, God tells me Nigeria is very... And it's the same message God told Bonki. That's why Ranad Bonki is only in Nigeria since the year 2000. He has not gone to any country apart from Nigeria. Then you have a Nigerian who will get up and say, Ah, this is a Ghanaian, this, 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 and that. Is he not a fool? He despises even information and knowledge. Okay. The next one spirit of selfishness. Now, spirit of selfishness is where you behave in a way where you don't think about the others. Huh? You have to think about the others. Think about what you are doing. Look at this boy. He's leaving the house. He's going to disgrace his father. Amen. He's going to disgrace the ministry. He's going to affect people's lives. But you don't care anymore. I don't care. I just care about myself. How many here feel like we win? Raise your hand. Tell the truth. You feel like we win. Raise your hand. No, I want truthful. Honest. Raise your hand. I want more of us. More. I, I want more people who feel like we win. Okay. Feel free and do it now. Right now. Here. Why don't you do it here? I want to ask you, why do you not do it here? Huh? Because of others. Others, we are going to spoil the the place, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, can you not wee wee when you are standing there? Can you not just do wee wee? There is no shame in that. <laughs> are you listening? Many things you don't have to do them because you are thinking about others. Yes. If you think about others, you will not do certain things at all. Amen. Amen. So careful in your, in your ministry work, in what you are doing. Think about others. Amen. How many want us to have our own church building in Port Elizabeth? Yeah. We want it. We, we must have it. We must buy it. Why not? Why not? 
And we are going to have it. We are going to have it. We, we, will, we will be here and we will see it practically. We will see it practically. We will see it practically. But it cannot happen with selfishness. No. We have to think about others. When, you, when, you, when, you, when, when somebody is behaving in a selfish way, selfishness is cancer. Where is she? <laughs> Come upstairs. A small little breast like this. You, you want to turn around. You want to become big like this. How can that be? You have to think of all of us, the other parts. Huh? Is it nice? And it, you see, it disfigures you. Can you imagine if this one was very big like this? It makes it distorted. Only one. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you don't get the message? We have to think of others. So when we are taking offerings, sometimes you see lay pastors, they are taking offerings. They are not serious about the offering. You will not take the offering seriously because they don't, they don't get It's like, I don't get a percentage. I don't want people to think that I'm interested in money. So they don't, they just, one, one lay pastor, you know, when he was taking off, he said to me, he said, you know, here we don't, you know, here we don't have to talk much about it. The people don't like that. So, like as I'm talking about that, the bowl will be going around. He's not even saying offering. Because he doesn't care. And, that's, and that guy, I tried to show him all different parts of the world. I took him to different parts. See all this work that we are doing. So that your mind is not just yourself. And your little corner. How can we get a church in Port Elizabeth? Do you have enough money over there to be able to buy a building? Somebody somewhere has to sacrifice. Yes. Pastor, Pastor Richard drives an old car in England so that you can have a church building. He doesn't live an extravagant life so that you can have, and he has lived a certain way all these years for you. For you. To you, you, you're a lay pastor. Just stand and take an offering. Offering that we should have had a thousand rands. We are getting hundred rands. Because you don't care. And I don't want anybody to think about something about me. You know, these pastors and what they are money them and all that. I mean, I'm not that type. And as for me, I don't say it because my heart is right. My heart is for God. My heart is with God. My heart is not for money. I don't want people to associate that thing with me. Your mouth. Our offering could be ten times more. All these lay ministers and lay pastors, selfish guys. You are not thinking about uh, you are not thinking about others. And you want me to go and stand and hold basket and raise funds in places all over and bring the money and come and use it to buy. Whilst you keep your good face, your nice face. As for me, I don't want people to think something about me. As for me, the church is because because of God I'm here. If it was not for God, I would not be here. I'm only doing something for God. Your mouth. Tell your neighbor your mouth. If that is your mouth, then it's your mouth. 
You don't care about others. You don't care about others. Can you imagine? You see, and let me tell you. What I'm saying, it looks funny. But I've, I've, I've seen people, you know, one day I saw one of our my own daughters in the in the Lord for many years. She told me I have cancer of the breast. When I look at the breast, you see the whole breast has changed. One of them, one of them has decided. It decided that it the skin, the skin. I don't want the skin to con- control me. So the breast started to come out, came out of the skin. So when you when you look at it, you see blood. Because that section has decided, and, and that section has decided that look, I want my personal freedom, freedom from skin. As you should see, and this is what kills the whole body. It's very wild, though, when you only think about just your little world. I'm talking to all of you. I'm talking to lay pastors. Don't think about your little world. You know, so that we should go, I should go and hold baskets in London and America and so on, then raise money, give this, give this, give this, give this, give this, help, coins, this and that. People will be looking at me. See the bishop, he not like money. This and that. Well, look, and you are keeping your good face. Huh? It's like you don't want to, you feel sorry for the people. Says, I am greedy, I don't think about people. You are, you are nice. You think about people. Do you see? And I, I, I am greedy. So I come and I take offering in a certain way. So I should go and take offering and bring to you. Why don't I take offering and also improve my life? And make my own life better? Why not? Why not? If I was also to think that way, we would not be here today. Are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? So rise up in South Africa. South Africa is the richest country in Africa. You even don't call yourself Africa. You call, you say, could there be a place? Imagine a place. Could there be a place where there's this? Could there be a place? That's how you advertise South Africa. It's like it's a great place. Let us see your financial power. Let's see from the branches and the selflessness of the pastors. Rise up and give in such a way that we can sort out so many things. It's great you have helped Zambia. What about Malawi? What about Swaziland? Swazla, are you have you roofed your church yet? You haven't done the columns. Yeah, apart from that, you haven't gone up. No. See, they are now underground. You meet there. Actually. You know. Is it East London? Yeah. We should also have our own church building there. With a church office. And Botswana, church office, and this a Sunday school, and all those things, you know. But it's the selfishness of pastors who don't think about anybody. Just what I am doing in my corner. You don't think about others. That's what's killing us, and that's what kills a person. So that the press have decided that this press have decided that I am going on my own. I, I personally on a journey. I, I don't care about her, her eyes, her mouth, and in the end. That attitude spreads. So that's what happens. You see that the breast now it will spread to the back. So that's how breast cancer people they say they have back pain at a point. That means that it has spread to the spine. And then it goes into the brain. 
and then it goes into the liver. And sometimes it goes into the intestine, and sometimes to the bones. So you see, the person having all because that attitude will spread. This branch has that attitude. That country has that attitude. This branch has that attitude. Because when it starts, that's why I say we are we are waging war on those things. Are you listening to me? The income of our churches here could be 10 times more than it is if our attitude and our mind, selfishness goes out of our spirits. Are you listening to me? Yes. Amen. Is it a powerful thing? Is it a good idea? Is it a blessing? Are you ready to be unselfish? Tell your neighbor, is selfishness uh, somewhere in, in you? You are blessed. How many spirits do you have? Huh? Sit down. I think it's time for breakfast and bathing. Breakfast and bathing, B and B. How many have enjoyed being in the, in lighthouse? Now you have enjoyed, isn't it? Supposing one day you want to leave And just as before you leave You unzip And you say I want to wee wee in the waters That I have been drinking from And you wee wee And then you walk out Then the next person who comes through the door Smells something says, hmm. There's something wrong with the church why? Because of one person, when he was going, he didn't just go quietly. He wee-weed on us. Smelt up the whole church. And he's gone. Turn with me to Ezekiel 34. I want to show you that scripture. Verse 18. Seemeth it a small thing to have eaten up the good pasture, but must you tread down with your feet the residue of your pastures? Amen. Did you get it? Ezekiel 34, verse 18. He says, Is it a small thing to you that you ate the good pasture in the church? Then the rest which others were going to eat, you went to stamp on it. And spoilt it. So now when people come to eat, they are not able to eat how you enjoyed. Because in your exit, you behave like a beast. And we wit. Or even some of you even go further and poo-poo. As your last act before you leave. You poo-poo on us and you go. Everybody come and say there is something wrong with the church. Because of the last thing that you said before you went. 
mercy. Bible it's a curse. And you always be cursed. And one day you will meet the harvest of that thing. And you will be surprised about how the harvest has come to you. Stand to your feet. Let's close for breakfast and bathing. Two more spirits. And then we are going to be done with those spirits that have affected Demas. Who was not able to finish what he started. Are you ready to finish what you started? Finish what you started in me. I like what I see. Finish what you started in me, Lord. I love, I love what you do in me. So finish what you started in me.
to finish, allow God to finish foolishness independence and what? greed selfishness will prevent you from finishing what you started what this nice thing that God has started it will not finish mercy Say lifestyle. lifestyle. Change. Finish what you started. I like what I see. Or what? I cannot see any activity on this side. Come on, give the Lord a proper dance so that we know that you are finished.
What's the time? What's the time? Nine twenty plus two is what? Eleven twenty. Okay, see you at eleven twenty. Two hours. Bathing. Eating. And all other things that we don't want to say because of fine protocol. This message continues on the next track. Keep listening.